Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tome of Knowledge, where we have knowledge and we give it to you about D&D <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Sometimes we don't Whether have knowledge. Like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> we just take the knowledge and we just throw it at you and hope that some of it sticks. I don't know. <laughs> hope everyone's having a fantastic week. We have a fun topic uh, for today. Before we get into that, I'd like to say if you haven't checked out our YouTube, please check it out. There's some things there that you can't get other places. Um, and then we also have a our podcast, which is on every podcast platform that I can think of. So go check out our podcast, whichever your favorite one is. And aside from that, um, Wednesday, I think Bun's going to be back for doing Bun Bun Art Streams, potentially. So don't miss mm -hmm. that at 7 p.m. Pacific. And then Friday, we have our next episode, episode 30 at 6 p.m. Pacific. And then Thursday, uh, we have the release of the Out of Combat for episode 29, which is going to air with was in that i was in that mm -hmm. i was in vs mm -hmm. vs was in it mac mac was in it my mind blanked for a second i didn't have the list in front of me so i forgot <laughs> like i was there and i forgot so <laughs> oh, this this, one, this topic was a tough one this one's really tough yes Trying yes to build characters that shouldn't work in fifth edition yeah mm -hmm. characters that shouldn't work and some of them might not work who knows? We'll, we'll wait and see. <laughs> so hopefully everyone's having a fantastic evening, but um, I just want to jump into it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. So first up, we've got moobs. Let me, let me change the scene here. Wow. Set the scene. Ooh wee. Uh, so I, I did the, the, the moves thing, and uh, there was this prestige class I really enjoyed playing <laughs> in 3.5. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and what prestige, if you don't know what prestige classes are, in I don't know. 3.5 edition. Uh, so you had your base classes. They're, they're kind of like subclasses, uh, but in third edition, they were, they were called prestige classes. They're basically advanced classes. You had to have, meet certain prerequisites in order to pick a prestige class. So mm -hmm. I I base mine off the Archi Arcane Hierophant, which was basically a gish between uh, a divine and an arcane spellcaster. And mm -hmm. if you meet the prerequisites, you could you could go into uh, this prestige class for the Arcane Hierophant, and essentially your your spell scaling for both arcane and divine would scale at the same time, but mm -hmm. you would never be able mm -hmm. to cast. I think you won't. You would stop at level seven spells, so you wouldn't have. If I remember correctly, you wouldn't be able to cast level eight or nine spells. Mm -hmm. Um, so I I tried to do that in fifth edition. So I made Sarjak Strun is a a metallic dragonborn. Ooh, uh, with color. the with the flare of lightning, so that he would be bronze. Ah, dragon guy. Mm. Also, I forgot to mention before you get too much deeper. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to post these character sheets to our Patreon. So if you are a patron of any level, and that includes just for free, you can follow Patreon for free. So as long as you're following 
on our Patreon, you can get these character sheets. So patreon.com slash casters and cantrips. You can either be a, a paid patron or a free one and you'll get access to it. Okay, sorry for the interruption. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, of course. We want to share this with the community. Um, yeah, I had this fixation on a lightning theme for some reason. So I was like, oh, could, I can either go Air Genasi mm-hmm. or I can go Dragonborn with bronze style. So I was like, so I originally I made Owling. <laughs> then I went Air Genasi. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do Dragonborn. And that was the first time I saw Owling, by the way. I was like, what the heck is an Owling? I don't even Strix, know. Is it a Strix Haven or is it a Magic yes. the Gathering one? Uh, chaos. Something Chaos? Is that Strix? I don't know, but I'll look it up while you're talking. Anyways. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I settled down to Dragonborn and I was like, all right, how do I, how do I marry Arcane and Divine together with uh, Lightning thematic? I was like, Actually, there's a cleric, Tempest cleric subclass, and that has to deal with, with lightning stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. And then, uh, and then Sorcerer also has a lightning theme subclass. Um, the Storm Sorcerer. Ah. Storm Sorcery. And from there, I was, I was like, maybe I should just split them even because we decided to do level eight. And I was like, no, that's not how 5th edition works. You don't split down the middle. Because <laughs> um, in my mind, I was like, then I can get two stat bonuses. Because we decided that we were going to get a feat for free mm-hmm. at level one when making these characters. But I was like, yeah, I was like, no, I was like, maybe I can do that. <laughs> I was like, no. So I decided to probably should level that too. that all these characters are level yeah. eight. We all started with a free feat because that's what I do in in my games. I think it's fun. So everyone gets a free feat at the beginning and then we're using either standard array or point by. So level eight, free feat, standard array or point by. Yeah. Okay. I did standard array. And um, so my challenge was cleric and sorcerer don't use the same stat for spell casting. Cleric use wisdom. Sorcerers use charisma. Yep. Do do I gimp myself in one spell caster to focus on the main ones, like sorcerer, for example, because I'm I'm focusing on sorcerer as the the highest of the furthest leveling class uh, for this arcane hierophant. Um, so I kind of, but I also didn't want to have bad DCs for the cleric spells because for sorcerer, my mind was a sorcerer would focus on offense, and then cleric would focus on defense and utility so like I, if i had charm or hold person or whatever if i wanted to debuff an enemy i didn't want a low dc so i kind of sacrificed all my physical stats and just focus on my mental stats so you're gonna love my level character eight, but go ahead level eight with 45 <laughs> hit points is uh not not too great i can Ooh. probably get one or two shotted <laughs> so because the um, yeah the lower con and the sorcerer Dice. Yeah, the sorcerer hit die because I'm focusing sorcerer. I was like, all right, how do I how do I mitigate the slow hit points? Well, because I multi-class in cleric, I have access to heavy armor and shield. So I just I just beefed up with plate armor and uh, we didn't we actually didn't decide oh. what money we had, but these are fictional characters that we're never gonna play. So yeah. that's so I fine. Put, uh, I mean, yeah, anything out of the equipment tree, like or just base equipment, go for it. You're level eight, whatever. Yeah, so I just pick plate and I have a shield. So I have 20 AC. So hopefully mm-hmm. that's enough to keep me alive, basically. 
what's really interesting too is I'm noticing um since you went with the plate with the Tempest Cleric, right? Um mm-hmm. what's also interesting is you don't have the strength for plate. So you can still wear it. You're proficient with it, but you're but you're slower, right? You take you mm-hmm. take a ten foot penalty yeah. for I, I for speed. Twenty feet. Oh god! Amazing. <laughs> Squishy and slow. I'm the slowest tin can that sparks lightning. So ah. I figured since um, my character can't really get around, I I picked a lot of cantrips that were kind of in proximity so yeah um but look before we get that we should talk about the features of each. i don't go back to the features <laughs> the class. all right so i picked i picked the uh tempest domain mm-hmm. uh so i get access to more lightning spells uh, as my cleric levels up and the reason i chose level three cleric instead of level two cleric and going level six sorcerer to get my next um subclass feature Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted the level two cleric spells, so that's yeah. why I went five three instead of six two. That makes sense. Um, and then so we have uh, wrath of the storm. Uh, so when a creature within five feet of you, you can see, uh, hits you me with an attack, uh, I can use my reaction, uh, to force that creature to make a deck saving throw, and they take two d eight lightning or thunder damage. So that's nice. So I have a. I thought about picking up shield. But I already have a shield, and I was like, "Well, I'm probably going to be using this reaction the most." Yeah. So I can take. So I can deal damage. Big things. Uh, and, think twice for trying to hit you. And the second reason why I went Tempest cleric and mixed it with the storm sorcery is for their uh, channel divinity mm-hmm. ability called destructive wrath. And I could expend a channel divinity to maximize damage instead of rolling for lightning or thunder damage. Oh. I'm using the cleric for the big boom booms to maximize my sorcerer attack spells. And then for storm sorcery, um, there's like a lot of little flavor stuff. I can make gust of winds do fancy things uh for sorcery points are the big ones uh and i chose twin spell and transmute spell and uh the important thing for this character is for transmit spell where i could change any other spell damage type and i can change that to lightning yeah combo that with my channel divinity which doesn't take an action at all you just use it yeah that's and pretty sick also i also took um um, meta, meta magic adept, so I can get two more meta magics abilities. So I picked uh, careful and quicken, uh, and and then I just really want the main reason I took it is to get more sorcery points, so I can transmute my spells more often. Mm-hmm. You get two more, right? Yes, With that? two more. Nice. So I would at level eight. My character has seven sorcery. Points. Oh, that's pretty sick. So you could just cast whatever spells you want, just transmute them, and then just... Yep. Just maximize them. Uh, I think because I'm only level 3 cleric, my I won't be using the Destructive Wrath too much, so I would have to save it. Um, yeah. That's, 
I mean, you could use that in multiple ways. So you could wait until like a big spell, like they fail the save and you can just do max mm-hmm. damage on it. Yeah. Um, big boom it. Force a crit. Or you could even use it where like if you need to hurt somebody and they save, it basically negates the save almost. Like you just force the, the rolls to be maximum and they're still taking quite a bit. Yeah, they still they're taking half of max. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's that was the idea between my character, just solely focusing on how to marry arcane and divine together, but have be thematic with uh like energy type. Yeah, but for because I'm a slow boy and I have no hit points, I I have high AC, mm-hmm. and for cantrips I picked like booming blade, lightning lure. Uh, shocking grasps, just yeah, stuff that I can because I imagine I'm gonna be in melee a lot because I'm so slow. Um, and I did pick up Misty Step so I can get away just yeah. in case stuff's going down, and I'm like, I cannot, I can't be in melee. Get um, away or get in there if you want. Yeah, but because I'm a cleric and a sorcerer, I have a ridiculous amount of cantrips. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you do. That's awesome. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight cantrips. So, yeah, just it's just a lot, a lot of cantrips. So, a lot of utility, a lot of usage of stuff. Does yeah. Storm's Mystery have a thing or like where if you cast a spell, you can move a certain amount of feet? Is that, or am I thinking of something else? I think mm-hmm. that you're right. Like ten Maybe. feet of movement, you like glide, or are you like? Let's see. I think it's one of the class features. Yeah, tempestuous magic. That'll As help a bonus you too. Action: You can uh, cause a gust of air to surround you, and after you cast a spell level one or higher, you can fly up ten feet without poking attack of opportunity. So you can kind of yeah, yeah. you can kind of get yeah, around so can, a little bit, a little bit, know, just really a little tiny, just a little hop. <laughs> Oh man! This the immediately when you said that, my brain just went one hop this time. And I don't know why. <laughs> Two hop this time. I should um, know because I played the storm sorcerer with a rogue. That's uh, cool. Yeah, so I, I picked lightning lure because I can pull enemies toward me, and then mm-hmm. I can follow up with like a shopping grass next turn. Um, yeah. And then my so my character sheet looks weird because I have wisdom and charisma. They're both not equal. Wild. So I have <clears throat> I have different modifiers for each school of magic. So <laughs> um, mm. obviously my sorcerer stuff plus four plus seven attack, fifteen AC. But because my wisdom is lower for cleric spells, I only have a plus three modifier, plus six to attack for melee spell attacks, and DC is fourteen. Uh, so it's a lot. It's a lot of math, a lot of numbies going on in your hand, trying to figure out what you know. Am I casting for my cleric list, or am I casting for my sorcerer list? How do spell slots work? You just have that many. Yeah, I just I have double. I have double the spells. Mm. So if we go to spells, I have. Um. Oh, maybe not. That's curious. Actually, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember the multi-classing of that of how spell slots work. I know it's specific. So I ha- yeah, I have four level one, three level two, three level three, and 
two level four. So yeah, so I think maybe Beyond D&D does it automatically for me. I'm assuming so. I don't know the multi-class yeah. stuff for it, so. It, it also says you have access to fourth level. Is that... I don't know if that's uh, that, true either, I, is it? That's also... I think because I'm a level eight caster, I don't technically have level four spells. I'm, I'm going to look up the multi-caster <laughs> list. Ah, uh, yeah. Sue says, eighth level four caster, but only have access to third level sorcerer and second level cleric. Gotcha. Right. Interesting. I wonder how that would synergize is if you have a... Not that there's a whole lot of sorcerer and cleric spell overlap, but if there's a spell on both lists, could you use your sorcerer to cast it because it's higher? Because your charisma's higher? Higher DC? Higher attack modifier? You know, Maybe. It's possible. Maybe that's just a DM call. Because uh, Tempest clerics do get arcane spells as part of their prepared spell list. So, like Shatter, call, oh. I have. But would they use uh, wisdom to call cast lightning? Those, yeah. Okay. So it's part of the cleric spell list because of the subclass, even though they are arcane. Gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm reading the multi-classic spell casting now. I never went this deep before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but while Max is reading uh, that, yes, yeah, so I picked um, for like my level one spells so on D and D Beyond. It groups them together but there's like a little italic size under it telling you what class they're from. So I like bless, I have chromatic orb, chose chromatic orb because you could pick the mm-hmm. element that you wanted to cast. Uh, cure wounds, of course, detect magic. Um, fog cow, cloud is part of the Tempest Cleric, so that's on my list. Healing word and thunder wave. Uh, level two, I have aid. Uh, I picked blur to help me have more defensive capabilities so enemies will have disadvantage while attacking me. Um, Gust the wind, misty step, scorching ray. I pick scorching ray because with transmute meta magic, I can change that to lightning and shatter spiritual weapon. That one's always classic for clerics. That doesn't require concentration, so it's just a little floaty weapon. Um, <laughs> and the indie beyond says I can cast cleric spells at third level, but I think that's incorrect. Well, that's so I've got answers for you. So first thing, each spell, you know, and prepare is associated with the class. So you must use that class's spellcasting ability when you cast Mm -hmm, that spell. mm -hmm. Um, And as far as the multi-class spellcaster, like with what Zeus was saying is your eighth level. Mm -hmm. um, So you have access to first, second, third and fourth level spells. You can Mm. upcast your cleric your cleric spells with that mm. but you don't have access to the higher level spells because of it if that makes sense uh, yes it does I can even though I only have level 2 cleric spells I can upcast them to level 4 because I have the slots correct you have the slots you just can't pick those level spells yeah, but I can't, yeah correct mm-hmm. uh, nice and then of course I, I picked fireball which I can transmute lightning lightning ball i guess ball ball. lightning is a thing already so (laughs) it is ball (laughs) uh lightning bolt of course uh yeah i i think this would be a fun character to play because you have so many spells 
at your disposal. Yeah. But then you have spell paralysis. Like, I don't know. What are you going to cast? Because you have access to two different lists. Well, I mean, like, clerics and druids have access to the whole list anyway. Yeah. They don't have to, they have the whole list I got to prepare anyway. So. And then I cool. almost went wizard, but then I was like, I think this synergy kind of works. Um, but yeah, I'm just a little, little tin can, slow moving wish guy. That's cool. Are you, I'm assuming you're typically your, um, typically your attacks are going to be like cantrips, right? Yep. They're mm-hmm. going to be cantrips. I'm assuming not a lot of melee because you don't have really the stats for it. Uh, I picked a weapon just so I can use booming blade. But. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Melee is. I'd rather uh, use a spell with a plus seven than try to swing with my warhammer at a plus three. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's pretty cool. I like yeah, it. That's, it's very thematic. Sarjax Strun, the arcane hierophant. Yeah, I like it. I do too. A lot of it. It's really cool when you have the the constraint of it shouldn't work, right? Because because then you don't want to pick the most optimal um, optimal things. So yeah. All right. Nice. Very nice. Do you want me to go? I'll go next. Um, to my boy. I'll share the sheet with you all in a second, but I'm going to talk a little bit first. Uh, my boy Gregory the Magnificent uh, is the name of my of my wizard. <laughs> and my concept was a strength wizard. That's it. Strength wizard was the concept. Um, so there's a couple things that I that I didn't do. That I want to talk about first that are that were options in my mind. So for the character race, um, I almost went Githyanki, um, but then I realized Githyanki changed. The legacy Githyanki had access to, me- to medium armor, but the new ones from uh, the multiverse book don't have that anymore. I try typically try to do the most up to date content and not use the legacy stuff, uh, but kind of sad they lost the weapon and armor proficiency. Um, mm-hmm. could also do mountain dwarf, but I've seen that done before. I've seen a mountain dwarf wizard. Uh, they start with medium armor proficiency, which would be great. Um, so I didn't do those things. Uh, for subclass, you could easily go blade singer because nothing in blade singer is tied to decks at all. You could do all that with strength if you wanted to. Um, but I thought that one was a little too on the nose because Blade Singer is the oh I want to be a melee wizard I'm gonna do Blade Singer right it doesn't feel like the shouldn't work category. Mm-hmm. Um, for the feet, <laughs> I almost chose Polearm Master. Um, because I thought that'd be really interesting because you have access to a quarter staff right. Um, but then to me that would also compete with a lot of like the melee cantrips if I wanted to take those or like the reaction spells that I have later on. So, so I cut that out uh, for feet. I almost also went martial adept because I think it'd be hilarious to have maneuvers uh, as a wizard, <laughs> <laughs> but you only get one superiority die and you get access to two maneuvers, which it's basically you get one maneuver per fight and that's it. And you get it back on a short rest. So I was like, uh, I want something a little more, more often than that. 
Um, I also thought about going war magic, but it just wasn't my style. So, um, this is what I did. Let's go. Let's go to the sh the sheet. Yeah, I also wore my Thor shirt in honor for my. Oh, character. nice. <laughs> um, so here's my boy Gregory, the magnificent. Uh, we'll go over his stats, and this is why I think you're gonna love this. Oh. He is an abjuration wizard, 18 strength, eight dexterity. 18 constitution, 10 intelligence, 14 wisdom, 10 charisma. <laughs> I love it. Uh, um, he's got 17 AC because he's a turtle. <laughs> he doesn't need armor. He just has it. Um, and he currently has expertise in athletics because of some choices mm. that I made. Um, so I've got um, a staff. So in the rules, if you choose your arcane focus as a staff, unless a staff says otherwise in the description, it can be used as a quarter staff. So his arcane focus is a quarter staff, and that's what he uses for for uh, beating people up. Um, over to my features. <clears throat> so. For wizard, I mean, I took the the basic like so his his skills are animal handling, athletics, history, investigation, perception, and survival. I thought up this whole backstory of Gregory the Magnificent of that he was a farmer. Uh, he he had a ranch um, where he raised uh, Almirage. If you aren't familiar with what those are, those are the the large like bunnies that have unicorn horns in them. That's what mm. he was a farmer of. And uh, he was he was uh, forced off of his farm by the local lord because he got too popular because his background's folk hero because he he staved off a monster that attacked uh, the village that was close to him and basically became a hero to the local people and was forced out of there. So that's that's a little bit of backstory for Gregory. Um, so basic wizard stuff, arcane recovery. He's got abjuration. So of course, um, abjuration spells in your spellbook, you they cost less to copy and, and they take less time. Um, what I thought was interesting is Arcane Ward. Uh, once per long rest, when you cast an abjuration spell of first level or higher, you can create a magical ward on yourself that lasts until you finish a long rest. Uh, right now, the ward has 16 HP and takes damage instead of uh, me until it's used up. Uh, and then whenever I cast a spell, first level of higher, that's abjuration again, it regains HP equal to twice the level of the spell. So when I cast more spells, it gets more HP. Uh, pretty neat little defensive thing just to give him a little bit of extra HP. He's got 66, which isn't bad for a wizard, I would say, with that high con. Uh, but then he acts as an extra 16, basically, to keep using on his ward and whatever spells. Um... Aside from that, um, he also has projected ward, so you can also use it again on your friends, basically, to help them absorb some damage if you wanted to, because Gregory's a nice guy, and he would do that to help people. Um, what's also interesting is with a turtle, they have their unarmed strikes, so they have their claws, which are a d6 slashing damage now. Mm -hmm. I was hoping that I could use the claws because they used to be natural weapons. And natural weapons would work with the melee cantrips, but in the newest edition of Tortle, they don't. They're they're specifically called unarmored strikes or unarmed strikes now, so they're no longer natural weapons. So technically, 
I can't booming blade with claws, but that's okay. Mm, I call shenanigans on that. I mean, they're <laughs> they're art of your body. They're natural, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those things. Like they don't say the the phrase, but you know, whatever. I mean, if it were me, like okay, cool. Like it's semantics where like the weapon has to be one silver piece worth, you know, and it has to be a melee weapon. And it's like, okay, well, I'll get some some <laughs> brass knuckles, or I'll or I'll get some I'll get some claws to put over my claws. <laughs> you know, whatever. Paint your claws with silver. Boom. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I know that's that's the the point. Zeus of the melee cantrips can only be cast in a weapon. It's worth one silver piece is the amount of money, which they did it to to keep people from casting booming blade with their um with their component pouch. And it created other unintended effects from what I've read, which if it were me, I'd be like, sure, use it with your claws. It's stupid not to. <laughs> uh, aside from that, normal total, normal total stuff for my feet. I took skill expert, so I became proficient in athletics. It's the first bullet point. The second bullet point, you gain expertise. Then I became expert in athletics right after that. <laughs> so he's got plus 10. <laughs> Um, and I increased my strength score with it. And then, uh, level four, I picked up Tavern Brawler. And I increased my strength score. Uh, what's interesting about Tavern Brawler is, uh, first off, pull up the sidebar here, proficient with improvised weapons. That's cool. Um, the fourth bullet point is when you hit a creature with an unarmed strike, which my claws are. Um, or an improvised weapon on your turn, you can use a bonus action to attempt to grapple the target. <laughs> mm. So I can bonus action grab them, basically, if I wanted to, with plus ten athletics. So there might be a bit of a theme here that that you're that you're going to see um, very soon. <clears throat> so for spells, I took booming blade, green flame blade, because he's got a, a quarter staff, right? He knows how to use it. Um, took light because turtles can't see in the dark, so you might need to see in the dark. And I took mold earth because I was like, he's a farmer. What kind of spells would he use for farming? Mold earth makes sense too. Um, and here's what's interesting: um, none of the spells that I've picked, uh, and I'll go over the ones I've prepared. I'll just go over the ones I've I picked. None of the spells I picked requires intelligence at all, so it does not matter that he has ten intelligence as a wizard uh, whatsoever. So the spells that I ended up picking um, versus what I have prepared. So absorb elements. Um, basically, it's a reaction. If something hits me with energy, I can gain resistance to it. And then the first time I hit someone with melee on the next turn, then they take an extra D6 of that type of damage. Um, so, yeah. And then aside from absorb elements, uh, I took feather fall. Any discerning wizard would have feather fall. It's not prepared currently. Um, I took find familiar as a, which is a ritual, which is another theme is that I can just cast rituals and have them up. So what I chose, and this is a bit of a stretch of the rules. I would need DM approval. Um, I picked an Almirage as my familiar because he's a farmer of the little bunnies, with the unicorn horns on. So why not? Um, I almost picked like a cat or like the Tressims to say he was hurting cats, but I wanted the little cute <laughs> unicorn bunny. 
Um, I'll allow it. Bunnies and lamb. Thank you. As as VSDM. <laughs> um, the thing is about Fine Familiar is they take their turn immediately after you. I'm just going to have them give the help action. So if I am grappling somebody um, next turn, I'm going to shove them to the ground. <laughs> and the bunny just keeps giving me the help action to do these things, which gives me an advantage. <laughs> the thing is, you're grappled. You have zero speed. If you're shoved in the ground, you have to have speed to get up. So they have to get out of my grapple to get up, basically. <laughs> All right, all, all right. right. Um, yep, and then, like Zeus is saying, my arcane ward, I can protect my little bunny with it if I need to, give him a little more HP. Um, I also named my particular familiar, um, is named Clover, by the way, is their name, because that's what they like to eat. Um, I picked Magic Missile, because that's the best wizard spell in the game, and you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> Every I wizard you take Magic guaranteed. Missile. Guaranteed hit unless they shield. Um, speaking of shield, I took shield as well. Um, nice reaction spell. So I've got options of I can cast shield. If they try to hit me or if they do some kind of AOE stuff. I just uh, I use absorb elements and soften the blow a bit. Um, I also took sleep that does not depend upon your intelligence. So that could be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also took tensors floating disc. A good utility spell, and then if he's out, you know, has to has to move his little bunnies or move some crops. Yeah, that's a, a handy spell. The floating disc, so you can put stuff on it. <clears throat> Let's see, uh, unseen servant, which would basically be his spell version of a farmhand <laughs> to help him out. Um, arcane lock, just because a nice utility spell. Uh, blur which is great, especially mm-hmm. if he's going to be yep. a melee wizard. He has decently high AC with 17, so Blur is a really good option there. So they're going to have disadvantage every time they try to attack him, um, which is which is awesome. Misty Step for if he needs to get away um, in a pinch. Rope Trick, which is just a really cool utility spell. Um, and if you're not familiar with it, you basically have rope and you cast your spell on it. It rises up in the air and it forms like a little miniature um, extra dimensional space that can house up to you or eight uh, up to uh, you and seven other medium or smaller creatures. And you can pull the rope in the space and last for an hour. So you basically can get yourself a free short rest (laughs) if you really want it. Or, you know, maybe he wants to, you know, take a little rest, doesn't want to have to worry about the his little bunnies that he's trying to herd and he just puts them all in the, in the rope trick with him and has lunch, takes a breather. Who knows? Um, haste, which is a chef's kiss for any kind of melee character in general, um, which is just fantastic. Um, so the speed is doubled. They get plus two AC advantage on deck saves. They get an additional action um, which can be used to attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. Um, and if I remember correctly, um, I believe the grapple is just if you use the attack action with an unarmed strike. So another chance to grab somebody if he wants to. Mm. Took Tiny Hut, great utility spell. Um, life transference. So life transference, another one that doesn't depend on intelligence. Um, you can sacrifice some of your health to heal someone else. 
Uh, he takes 4d8 necrotic damage, uh, and then a creature of his choice uh, regains a number of hit points equal to twice the amount that he took. So if I roll 48 and I take 16, something else gets 32. Dang. It's a neat little, little spell. Um, speak with dead, because I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> was one that I took. <laughs> uh, Dimension Door, another great utility spell to get the heck oh, out yeah. with a buddy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which would be absolutely cute as hell to grab his little bunny clover and Dimension Door out of a sticky situation. So why not? Um, fourth level Fabricate as well, which is a great utility spell. You just convert raw materials into something. Um, the the examples they give, um, it can be a large or smaller object, um, and you have to have the, the raw materials for it. So they're like, oh, if you needed to like create a bridge, you have wood there and metal for like nails or whatever. Oh, you make a bridge, and it takes ten minutes. <laughs> All kinds of fun stuff there. Um, fire shield, which is another fantastic spell. Uh, mm-hmm. for uh, for any melee character so basically fire shield isn't concentration either so you could have it with haste or with blur or, or whatever um, but basically you base you create a shield on yourself um, and they can either provide you with what's called a warm shield or a cold a chill shield uh, the warm shield grants resistance to cold damage and the chill shield grants you resistance to fire damage. So it's either or. In addition, whenever a uh, creature's within five feet of you hits me with a melee attack, um, the shield erupts with flame and they take 2d8 fire or 2d8 cold, depending on what shield I took. So uh, another little extra thing that lasts for 10 minutes is in concentration. Every time they smack me, they're, they're taking some uh, damage. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, and then stone shape, just a really cool utility to have um as a as a spellcaster so and farmer and a farmer exactly um, i don't know why but i'm picturing like this crazy strong turtle punching mm-hmm. somebody in the face wrestling <laughs> them to the ground and then just point blank beaming them with magic missile to that face. Uh, yeah or just <laughs> beating the hell out of him with his walking stick man and yeah I mean, I forgot to mention. So he's got a staff as his as his arcane um, focus and quarterstaff. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, mm-hmm. I saw it as like a shepherd's crook for his little bunny, his little almirage oh, that he yeah. that he herds around. <laughs> so he basically uh, he smacks you with a claw, grabs you with it, and then wrestles you to the ground and just beats you with his shepherd's crook until you're done. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. I want to see Gregory in. Campaign two somewhere. Uh, Bun was like, "You better play Gregory in some campaign." I'm like, "I mean, it's fun. Like, <laughs> it's, I think it'd be hilarious." But yeah, I had fun yeah. making this one. Um, I think if I didn't have the constraints of like shouldn't work, I would have went a very different direction. Like, I could have went like a legacy Gith Yankee or like a, mm-hmm. a dwarf like Blade Singer and had actual martial weapons and did crazy shit with that. Um, but this one's still cool. Like I, I like it and I had to make interesting choices. Um, and I didn't have to take 10 intelligence, but I, I really wanted to lean into like, this should not work. <laughs> You're a wizard. So, 
Uh, but yeah, 10 intelligence wizard. There you go. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Everyone loves Gregory. Yeah, Gregory's the best, yeah. man. He's the best of us. <laughs> and like what we were saying before stream VS, like I took like several hours to make him on like Sunday yeah. because I just got too into it. <laughs> well, I suppose it's my turn now, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So tell us about your concept. Okay. And what were you trying well, to do? I I went into this wanting to try. Um, for some reason, my brain kept telling me do something with Artificer. Mm. I was like, okay, I, mm. I already knew I wanted to do Artificer, and then I'm like, what, what sort of like character image am I trying to build here? And I thought, what if a monk? but super invested into like technology and magic. Mm. So, uh, I guess that leads me to introduce Mecca. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> he's a Luxodon mm -hmm. and he's a level five monk, level three artificer. So I pictured him uh, with a background. I believe it was cloistered scholar. Mm -hmm. That's not right. Yeah, oh, the same so as uh, my guy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I pictured some far off academy monastery something where the focus is mind and body, where it, you're free to learn magic, you're free to tinker, you're free mm -hmm. to do all of this. And then they also teach like physical discipline because. We all know that you know magic casters out in the world they can get caught off guard mm -hmm. in sticky situations. So this is a hone your physical body and hone your mind, and that's where he studied for years and years and years before deciding to adventure on his own. With this, and keep in mind, I am familiar with monk i had not really seen anything for artificer other than i know one of them could make a little friend mm -hmm. in the middle of battle and i knew i wanted that because i wanted to have a little mecha loxodon <laughs> so like a miniature robot version of mecha basically amazing um little mini mecha if uh, I don't know when you got the yeah, you got it up. Okay, I got it pulled up. Yeah, as you also, can see, I'll say before you get to the sheets, Bun says you only need to play these for a one shot. Um, I mean, if somebody wants to DM it and wants yeah. to come up with a one shot and plan all of it, then I'll I'll play Gregory. Why not? We'll play our unconventional characters. <laughs> all right, go ahead, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll be down. As you can see, the stats are a little funky. Um, especially for something that is featuring a monk. Because monks, you get your AC by combining your uh, your decks and your wisdom. Um, but as you can see, I have 11 wisdom, uh, mm. 16 intelligence, 18 constitution, and 14 dexterity. So, with that in mind, I it's kind of why I chose Loxodon in the first place, because they have a better unarmored defense than you would you would get with just being a monk mm -hmm. where it has to do with your con modifier yeah it's like 12 plus your con modifier so i'm like okay 
we're going to make that fits right in line with the type of school it was because it's not about, you know, flexing your physical skills so much. It's about being powerful with your magic, with your tinkering. And then the physicality aspect is like a secondary sort of like if you need that physical self-defense. So this is much more focused on being a mobile, uh, beefy uh spellcaster that if the situation gets out of hand still has some monk skills in there because I chose um way of the open palm mm-hmm. for the monk yeah. which gives me some nice utility um uh, and for the artificer like what's it battlesmith that's, that's my favorite one. yeah so that gives you a little robot body um features there's a lot because this is kind of a crazy character. Um, yeah. You have all, all the stuff that comes with Artificer. So you're, you're tinkering, you're spellcasting, um, your item infusions. Now, here's, here's the interesting thing. So monks, you have to use monk weapons, simple weapons. Um, so my dex modifier isn't that high. So you might be thinking, well, how are you going to reliably land hits on stuff with you're not... Uh, you're not pumping decks. That's where the intelligence comes in because <laughs> you can infuse a weapon, make it magical, and then battlesmiths have a feature. I can find it. I think it's called battle ready or something to that effect. Um, uh, yes, it is. <clears throat> which when you're using a magical weapon, you can use your intelligence modifier for attack rolls mm-hmm. and damage. Mm. Which is nice because I'm always going to have the infused spear and I'm, it would be a throwable infused knock. Yeah. Throwable infused spear because they have a return. You throw yeah. the spear and you can call it back to you. Um, like I said, along with that, you got the steel defender, which is your little robo buddy. Um, which has uh, you know stats of his own and does his own little things. You can be protective. Mm-hmm. You can actually hit stuff. Um, you can impose disadvantage on uh, an, an enemy that's within five feet of you or an ally or somebody that's near it. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so you got a hefty boy, 75 HP because of that high constitution, 16 armor class because of the the... The Luxodon on armored defense. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, have, what infusions did you choose before we move on? Uh, I chose enhance weapon, mm-hmm. which makes it just straight magical. The returning weapon, mind sharpener, mm-hmm. and I don't really remember the last one. I was gonna say because if you want Mecca to have a little buddy, um. Humunculus servant, you could also make a mini mini mecha if you want. Yeah, to. I toyed with that. <laughs> I toyed with that, but I really wanted the, the throwing spear. Yeah, yeah. Come back. That would be funny. Yeah. Um, so here's the other aspect of this. I, since I'm not going to be relying on my decks to hit things, I, and I'm not going to be doing that much damage with just a straight attack, even with a magical spear. But spells, artificers yeah. get spells. Uh, 
I get two cantrips, so I chose Booming Blade, which is mm -hmm. fantastic, and Shocking Grasp, since I'm going to be in melee range a majority of the time. Uh, and then the spell list there isn't that great for Artificers, especially Battlesmith Artificer. Um, you, it comes with like Heroism and Shield, which Shield is probably going to be what I use my spell slots on. Mm -hmm. um, just more AC in a pinch. Um, and then I added a little more survivability stuff like Cure Wounds. Mm -hmm. um, added Identify as a ritual because he's a smart boy. Mm -hmm. um, and can I picked Catapult as well. Yeah, I'm not sure of the mechanics of Catapult. Like if that can be applied to my spear or if it has to be another type of object. An object um, weighing one to five pounds that isn't being worn or carried. Yeah. But I don't, don't sleep on catapult and, and play it like a Larian game and just catapult like an alchemist fire or something onto somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Like literally because it will do three, eight, three D eight bludgeoning damage with this. Nothing mm -hmm. to sneeze at. But again, I think most of those slots are going to go to my reaction. Um, maybe long strider if we want to be fast, fast. Okay. I got to talk about the movement speed because monk stuff. Yeah, it's wild. 50 feet movement speed as a Loxida. <laughs> mm. Mm. With so, a mini robot Loxida falling in tow, just would look so funny. The, um, the Steel Defender has a movement speed of like 42, like 40 feet as well, right? They're also pretty what quick. Is, what is it? Your Steel Defender. Uh, Your little guy. Yeah. I didn't look too closely at its stats because I was like 40 feet racking my brain trying to figure <laughs> out how I was going to make this thing work. I, I just know a lot if about Malice because I played the hell out of one. So, if we did do a one shot, my character would be lagging, screaming at you guys <laughs> yeah. to wait up. We'd have to get you a horse or something, man. <laughs> like, guys, wait. Um, I guess I can talk about proficiencies a little bit. I just some of the stuff you would expect for Monk uh, plus five uh, in acrobatics. Um, he has plus six in Arcana plus six in history. This is all coming from intelligence. Mm -hmm. A little bit of investigation. Uh, well, you have advantage on investigation and perception. I think that's a Luxodon thing because of the nose. Uh, the nose gets like keen smell or something. Oh, that, yeah. It gives you advantage. Well, advantage on perception and survival and investigation. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, which if, you know, smart guys coming along and, you know... That'd be pretty handy if the party needs to uh, investigate ruins or any other magical mm -hmm. crap that might be coming your way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it looks like a mess on the character sheet. I didn't even get into the monk stuff because it's only level three monk. So but still, you've got like step of the wind, patient defense, like flurry of blows, because mm -hmm. if you don't use your your attack cantrip, then you can punch people with decks still. <laughs> Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. There's stunning strike. Yeah. Um, I was toying with the idea of doing, uh, what was it? Four elements mm -hmm. to just throw uh, even more magic on the pile. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think, I didn't feel like four elements really fit with the image I had in mind. Yeah. So that's why I just stuck with open hand because it's it's like the standard basic. Like Kung Fu Monk, 
right? Which is what I wanted. I wanted a spellcaster that had some martial arts as a backup um, in case he needed it. And yeah, I don't know what else there is to say about him. It took me like what four feet, hours. What feet did you did you make did you use? Uh, I picked mobile actually. Ah. Oh man. The idea being like, I can get in there, beat somebody up, hit him with booming blade, and then bounce out, create some distance. And if they came towards me, they'd take the damage um, from booming blade. So it's kind of like little bit of hit and run but then if you don't want to play that style you can just be up in people's face and you're still mm-hmm. doing pretty solid with that high hp pool and not terrible armor class what weapon are you using weapon is oh the spear yeah. you said that already yeah spear with a short sword on backup some darts um so yeah name of the game is Make that spear magical. Use your <laughs> intelligence modifier to attack. Hit them with, you know, your good melee cantrips. And rely on little buddy to to get in there and <laughs> rough up some people too. Yeah. I Even remember when, elephant. <laughs> when I played um, a Battlesmith at higher level, I ended up getting, I had Steel Defender, but then I also had the Homunculus Servant. I'm a little mm-hmm. flying robot. And depending on what was going on, I would I would stand beside my my steel defender. He would dodge by default and would deflect attacks. People tried to hit me. And then the homunculus servant has a ranged attack that it can just pew pew at as well. <laughs> so I, I love really, artificers, artificers. I wish they had more subclasses. I really wanted to do the armor artificer mm-hmm. with monk. Yeah, I wanted to so badly, but. To make it work, I would essentially have to abandon Monk's identity completely with the with the martial arts stuff, mm-hmm. which I didn't really want to do. It could have been really cool, but then it would have just been like you're you're only playing like Artificer at that point. Yeah, because you lose a lot of Monk specific stuff if you're wearing yeah. armor. You, you, yep. Nothing that is the martial arts uh, feature yeah. of Monk will work if you have armor on. And I was so sad because <laughs> I wanted like Cyber Monk and I'm like, yeah. this is not going to work. <laughs> I mean, nice. that, that would work for the topic though. Like characters yeah. that shouldn't work. Yeah. I wanted to take something <laughs> weird and try to mold it into something that worked halfway yeah. decently. So I don't know. It's I, I probably could have done some things better on this. Maybe toyed around with the the stats a little bit more. But after it's... four hours of this, I was like, <laughs> it, "I'm this is what I got." <laughs> it's definitely a fun little exercise because as a player, I I don't I don't like using like min max as like a a bad phrase. I like to to take optimal options to make my character feel strong, right? Like if I want to be a mm-hmm. wizard, I want to be the best wizard I can be, you know, and, and not saying that I'm, I abandon like RP or character backstory. It's like I want to take cool stuff that'll work well. And it's just so hard for me to just take s- stuff that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so that's definitely a yeah. fun, a fun exercise 
for sure. I, I had fun. Hope you all enjoyed the characters. And like I said, if you are a patron, you're going to access to their character sheets. If you want to critique or if you want to, you want to use them as an NPC, throw them in your game, you know, go for it. Yeah. It's all, it's all there. So let's go to patreoncom slash casters and cantrips. Um, for Zeus, your question, which of my crazy characters probably art. Cause I saw it happen in real time. I saw you roll for what spells you're going to get. And they all made, made sense in the moment, which was just ridiculous. <laughs> like what spells will I take this level? Oh, those all were perfect. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this. This was super fun. I, uh, I liked it. Yeah. Quite it a bit. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll play him in a one shot. Who knows? Yeah. And I'll say that I can confidently say Gregory, the magnificent would have never existed if we hadn't yeah. done this. So <laughs> <laughs> there'd be no Mecca. No. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, I wonder if it would be, sorry. I wonder if it'd be interesting to, to do a session sometime where we try to make the most busted characters we possibly can. As like, in, like, like OP? As in, like, try to optimize as much as possible and see what Super, we come up with. Super max. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that would be as fun, but it might be interesting. I don't know. I, can, I mean, that's another exercise we could do. I'll add it to the list uh, of, of things we could try. The most that OP. Point, it, it might be, like, a knowledge check at that point. Like, how, how well do you know this? The game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's like tons of Reddit posts and forum posts on the on everywhere, like the super crazy busted OP class builds. Like literally pushing the boundaries, the rules type of stuff. Uh-huh. And then like most of the time they preface it like no DM should ever allow this, but <laughs> this is what you can do. So Yeah. But to dig deep. I'm yeah, I'll have that to listen. It'll be fun to do it another time for sure. Uh, but that being said, thanks everybody for watching and hanging out with us. Uh, join our Patreon if you want to get those uh, get those character sheets, and uh, we will see you all on the next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah.